Hey. That's what Say does, right? Hey. This is episode number 399 of JP Water Cooler. Free plugins at the nice price. Brought to you by ServerPress, Maker's Desktop Server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out over at serverpress.com. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on the Twitters. I'm Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. She's she not say, say read. read. <laughs> She's not She's here. Not here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's your boy, Jason Cosper, back at it again on the most influential WordPress podcast. Let's do it. You can go and follow this influential WordPress podcast by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And lastly, you can go over to Discord, go to dpwarcore.com slash Discord. And that's where you can find Scott hanging out with himself over in Discord, because no one else is in Discord. <laughs> What's going on? I think we are the most people? influential WordPress podcast on Fridays from 11 to 1130. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, don't yeah. Have, you don't have to qualify it. We're the most influential <laughs> WordPress podcast. In Las Vegas. <laughs> prove, prove us Las wrong. Las Vegas. Oh, Wow. We're hey man, I'm prepared. Days. I'm prepared. <laughs> so yeah, mm -hmm. so we're talking about free plugins and how you can support free plugins, how plugins that are free can um, you know, fund their efforts and how you can just make sure that they they stick around. You know, there a wise woman once said in the previous episode of the show that <laughs> um <laughs> that uh you know, just the, the idea of how do you help PA for this stuff? You know, this is one of those things. And Scott was talking about this on the previous show. And we're like, you know what? Let's have Scott come back on and talk with Say and do all that. Say's not here. So it's the three of us knuckleheads that have to uh, talk about this. And Welcome back, Scott. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. I feel maybe afraid that you asked me back so soon. Uh, but also extremely displeased that I was not on episode 400. Like That's like an even number. And I'm on 399. It's like so close. Like, am I on sale? It's the Eve. No, this is the Eve episode. <laughs> yeah. Eve episode. Exactly. So, Scott, for, for folks that haven't watched the previous episode, can you tell us a little bit about, like, what you're doing and what your what your product is? And then how are you funding it? Sure. You want to start off with that? Might as well. Sounds like a yeah. good place to start. Um, so I am the lead developer of the Pods Framework plugin. I'm also a product manager at Pay, Man uh, Pay Memberships Pro. Um, one of those is free, and the other one is free. Um, they both have different models. Pod's framework itself is entirely funded by donations and sponsors and people like that. Um, the Paid Memberships Pro is freely available on WordPress.org. You can find all of their code on GitHub, even the paid add-ons and stuff, but they sell support. So you get access to support and, and maybe some an easier way to update your plugins and everything else and, and, and better materials to look at on the site, better support materials and all that and support tickets and all that. So you, you get a lot more things built into that support side. So you, those are just two of the models I've seen. And, and Pods has been struggling along with many other free plugins on .org with no premium or freemium solution um, for itself. 
And I think that's a, a challenge because there's plugins like ACF. You've got a free version and you have the pro version. So that's got a premium, freemium kind of solution. Mm -hmm. Then you have a plugin like Types, which used to be free and now it's com completely premium which as part of Toolset. Uh, you've got plugins like Metabox, which are free, but then you can buy all these add-ons. All the different types of things out there, and I'm speaking about just MySpace, like con content types and fields plugins, but everywhere you'll see plugins like that where they've got these different models. And each one has its own struggles for figuring out how they want to make their money and how to keep going. But the continuous challenge for everyone is... How do you get your free plugin on the .org and keep it up to date with what's going on with WordPress itself and your ideas for features and maintain all the support um, that comes in? So if someone asks you all these different questions throughout the week, how do you keep up with those? And what if you have got plenty more plugins that are out there for free? So you've got all this stuff and you're like, I'm just doing this for free on the side. So you, that, that's a challenge. And I'd l love to talk more about like ideas and how we can address this for, for at least the people who have no premium or freemium solution? Well, I think, I think what you just described, I mean, you, you really just described all of your time that goes into keeping this plugin up to date, right? Uh, not just the challenges with most recent versions of WordPress, but just, just keeping the plugin maintained and current, right? Um, all the code that goes into that. Um, the support time is, is definitely, uh, you know, a, a big time suck. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of your time or or a, a team's time that goes into these these things, and time is valuable. Um, so, it, 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 I think there's always this perception uh, uh, that how do I say this? I mean, essentially, you're selling air, right? You're selling something that's intangible. It's it, it doesn't it doesn't exist. It's not something I can I can kind of touch and feel. So it doesn't have a lot of value. But the value is really that all, all the time uh, and 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 frankly uh, knowledge that went into into the plugin because that's the other intangible that's here. It's not just the time you're putting putting into this. It's all the time that you've invested in the years you've been in the WordPress space to be able to do this right. So it's the skill that you have that has a value to it, right? And 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 it's it's tough when the ecosystem that you're working in and the and the community that you're working in expects that everything is going to be for free, right? The expectation is there that it, that it is free. So it doesn't really have a value. Yeah. There wasn't a question there. I was just making a big, long, drawn out statement. No, you're, you're right in that. Cause you know, there's like each, how do I put this? It's like each project that I work on, I, I find that there's different collections of plugins that you're going to end up having to use. Some of them will be free. Some of them you'll find that there's that one little feature that you need that's going to be the pro that you're going to, and then hopefully you'll end up using the pro part of it, you know, the paid version of it to its fullest extent. With with Scott's plugin, there's not really a pro version, more along the lines of like there's additional things that Scott has built that he's now selling. And then also having this extra piece to it where if you just want to donate because you've used this plugin in the past, you know, or currently, then you should probably donate just to show that, you know, that you're, you're supporting them. And, and by the way, we say this all the time on the show, you should absolutely donate to a plugin that you're using regularly, right? That just, that, that's just no brainer. And, and I, you know, I know there's not a lot of people that do that, but if you're using something that somebody put some time into, you should give them some money for their time. 
you know, how, you know, whatever, whatever you think is right, but you should, you should be donating. But really what you're banking on Scott is that somebody finds the, the plugin valuable enough, right. And uses it enough and, and kind of banking on the fact that they're going to have some sort of challenge uh, where it's easier to pay for support and ask you, uh, you know, how to fix it rather than trying to go through it themselves. You've got that, that challenge as a don as a person trying to get donations is, is like, first of all, you have to make sure they understand the value, uh, them downloading it for free. Like you're saying, uh, there's no intrinsic value. Like I'm not paying you for anything, so I don't really, um, value that. But at the same time, I'm using your plugin for my own things that are important to me. It's not working. So I'm going to hold you against the coals if it's not working and you better fix it. And like, it should be fixed right now because my site's making money. And oh, by the way, I'm not donating to you. <laughs> so you there's those situations. <laughs> and then you've got the other situations where you have people who are trying to figure out, okay, so I'm going to donate to you, but what am I going to get out of the donation? Uh, as a business, I don't mind paying for things, but I just can't donate things. I, I need to make, I need to know, are we going to get better support from it? Are we going to get like new features? Like they need something that is, is like, one thing leads to the next. So I give you a donation, I get something in return. I need an invoice, I need these sort of things. And that style of the business operation is, is really tricky to work around too. Because then like you can say, well, I can set up an invoice for you and just say you're um, getting a sponsorship and you're getting like five hours of my time or something. But then like, then you can't, that doesn't scale well. And that, that means right. that you're on the hook for when that actually ha happens and they need mm -hmm. those five hours or whatever. And then you have all the people who, uh, this is one of the most common things we've seen from pods donations is they've come from premium solutions and they have paid the money and now they're coming to use pods because they think it would be more useful for them in their, their use cases. And they already saw the value in ACF. So they're like, Oh, I'm saving money with pods. I'll donate 50 bucks. Sure. Or whatever. Like, cause they, then they see, Oh yeah, that's worth it to me. I'm saving money. I will at least put a little bit in right. once they've already started paying. Well, I remember way early on in, in WordPress, you had these plugin companies that were making plugins and then selling a lifetime license. And Steve, you, you remember us having these conversations with various folks regarding these lifetime licenses. That's kind of like a nail in the coffin. It's like you got one and done and that's it. And you're never going to get any money from this person ever again. <sighs> I, I still have several of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you just you're never gonna have to pay because you, yeah. you you paid it once and that's it. And I wouldn't um, mind paying for it, like a real license on those if they like at some point they're like, well, we can't support you after this next major 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 version or something. But I think that lifetime license thing is is extremely t tricky. We get people coming to Pods uh, Pro stuff like my Pods Pro add-ons and they're like, hey, can I get a lifetime license for this page builder toolkit add-on you have? I'm like, you want a lifetime license for something I have to like. <laughs> maintain with integration for page builders that's pretty insane ask because <laughs> right. like that's that not comment, even under my control but yeah keep that comment up for a minute that that's that's interesting so what joe's saying is is he's suggesting that if you set up the roadmap of where you're going uh so that people can see the progress and what's next to come i think what he's suggesting is that people might be more motivated to pay or donate money uh, at that point i'm wondering if you take that a step further and say listen almost like a Kickstarter model, right? Where you say, listen, these are the things we want to do, right? It's going to take X amount of hours, which costs this much money, right? I, I, I need to raise this, this many funds. Yeah, so like funny, system. 
funny you mentioned that, Steve. Oh. Um, <laughs> Daniel Bachhuber, about five years ago, uh, to add some more REST support into WPCLI, uh, had a Kickstarter. He raised just under $40,000. I want to say it was $38,000, um, which... Oh, no, I'm sorry, 32822 mm -hmm. um, And um, he said for every $100 contributed past uh, $17,500, I'll contribute one hour of time towards the REST API project in 2016. So, I mean, he, he set it up. But the, the problem is, um, basically, um, with this is, okay, um, just kind of like the lifetime license, it's it's like a one-time thing. You're getting to pay for um, development for this specific thing, and after that, okay, well, I, I guess I start another Kickstarter project. Those are a pain in the ass to run. That's yeah. why, like the friends of Pods, we've got the recurring donations using Give WP, which is right. awesome, by the way. Awesome team. <laughs> but that's helpful because if we can get people on on the hook to like say yeah i can donate like five bucks a month sure whatever uh they add up over time they don't pay everything we want to do but um mm -hmm. if we can get people to do recurring donations that's usually a lot better than one-time donations that keeps them engaged and um it's really great to see we've had 100 about 140 people that are recurring right now uh, we still get one-time one donations. We get annual donations and monthly donations. But but the recurring thing is where the magic starts to happen because then you can actually plan. You can plan around recurring. You can't really plan around one time unless you know yeah. some magic elves that, that yeah. can make cookies and no stats. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's move on. I mean, not necessarily move on permanently, but just, just temporarily to uh, what Jason's doing with WP Water Cooler you have sponsors that help you cover the cost to make this podcast. Yeah. And I mean, you can plan um, the, the features, the things that you want to do with the shows on the network uh, based around the sponsorships you get. If, if you can't cover the cost, you know, you can't expand out and add a second or third show, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't do those other things. Cause you're like, okay, well I, I don't have, the the money to to cover the tools that i need to be able to do this yeah you know what we're using here with Streamyard that costs money the uh podcasting hosting itself that costs money paying the talent you, you know the talent yeah you know uh, the the makeup artists and all that stuff <laughs> i'm not you know, getting paid wait wait a second <laughs> we have the key grip and the best boy and, and all those other people mm -hmm. that i don't really know what they do but 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 those folks we pay them you know, there's a lot of that stuff that has to be paid. But same with plugins, you know, all the plugins that need to be uh, paid. And if we talk about something and Steve jokes and says, oh, we'll just get Jason to go buy some plugin and screw around with it. And Jason goes and buys some plugin and goes screws around with it because I'm, I'm dumb and that's what I do. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I want to I want to I want to learn about yeah. this stuff. This is the best way to, to kind of play or, you know, play around with it and figure out how it works. Um, yeah, that stuff costs money. And, you know, podcasting itself, you know, it's not like I'm, um, it's not like I'm, I'm paying or, or I'm making money off of any of the sponsorships. Um, all that stuff's going straight back into it in some form or another of software or services that are, that are involved. We had some folks in the comments here talking about, you know, small recurring fees are definitely the best. 
and then um, talking about how there's you know other podcasting networks like Twit where they're they're paying like two bucks a month for you know for supporting mm -hmm. them. I think the thing is is those those types of support systems are great when you have a huge following. Two bucks and a huge following, you're doing great. Two bucks with five people, you bought coffee. So you know it's a it, it's a it's a tricky one. You know, like Scott, like what's the what's the typical amount people are are you know donating when they donate? Well, I'll tell you right now. I'm looking at the stats right now. Yeah, so those screen. are the types of things that I'm interested in because if you if you don't have a whole bunch of people, I mean, you, you're saying 100 plus is what you have um, that are that are um, supporting you. Um, hopefully, they're they're paying a, a good a good chunk of change, so you're able to kind of make that happen. So, what is that average? Average about six dollars per person mm. on average. That's okay. for um, how it's it's averaged out to by monthly too. So there's annual donors and there's monthly donors. So once I average those two, then I average the co uh, the number of donors we have. It, yeah, it's about six dollars um, per donor per month. Right. Which over time is you know per person they're paying a, they're paying a, a a decent amount per person. Um, it just, you know, it, it requires them to be, you know, kind of in aggregate to, to get to that point where it makes it so that you're able to either hire other people to help you out or you're just paying yourself for the time that you're, you know, spending on it. You know, I'm, I'm going to ask this question and it's not meant to tee anything up. I actually don't know the answer, but are um, free plugins like yours that are available on the repo, uh, is there a possible acquisition at some point? Well, there's another challenge. Like, okay, so how do you acquire a free plugin <laughs> that operates on donations? Um, how do you like acquire a plugin that's a small plugin? Like, that's not always an option for everyone. Um, I think that, but that's that's obviously a route someone could take if they're like, okay, I'm just done with this. I need someone to take it over. Usually, that's usually done. Like, someone will adopt it. Like, hey, can yeah, someone just I, pick this plugin up? So first, I, I understand you the it. Hang on one second. I'm, I understand okay. the adoption process because we've talked about that on the show before, and I get that. I'm really talking about, you know, if a, a company wanted to come in and say we want pods as part of our suite of tools. Well, I would say, well, it depends on exactly their intents. I've thought about this over the last 11, 12 years, 13 years, whatever it's been now, 13, I think. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, each time I thought about it, I was like. I want what's best for pods. I don't want someone to acquire it to destroy it. I don't want someone to acquire it to then say it's a premium product now, or I don't want someone to acquire it and say, we're not going to update it. It's just here for our branding and for SEO and all the buzz that we get from it. Like I want yeah. someone who's in, in, it, in it like me. I want someone who has, has the passion, the drive, the ambition, the ideas, all the stuff. Like if, if someone could just hand me money, I could do all the things I want to do with it but I know they need to make money. So there, there's some give and take there, I think, to address like how do you actually turn pods into a, a, a something that can make up for the acquisition cost. That's right. the challenge with a lot of the plugins that have been acquired. Like you'll see someone get acquired and then either maybe it'll just go away because they can't actually make back the money or they never intended to support that product and it was just gonna always be shut down. Every time we talk about an acquisition on this show, it's always the same reaction from from the four of us. So I was like, "Oh God, I, I hope I hope I'm still going to be able to use it a year from now." Yeah, <laughs> like ECF when it got acquired, people are like, "No, we got to switch." Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, and then half the internet has that one avatar plugin installed on their la on their website, and then it turned into a full like uh, membership suite. Isn't that what happened with that? So it's like you end up having those sorts of things where money changes the the uh, the direction in which you're going to be taking those hundred thousand plus people that are you know currently using or hundred thousand plus sites that are currently have pods installed, and what's going to happen then, sort of thing. So yeah. that's, that's a because, tricky one. I mean, you know, everything we've talked about so far, I mean, there is a business model there, either whether somebody acquired you or you wanted to kind of change it now. I mean, there is a there is a business model where you can switch to premium. Right? You've got this user base, you know, you switch to premium. Now you, you there's gonna be a certain percentage of people that that buy the premium plugin. But you know, like you said, that's that's not in the best interest of the plugin. Yeah, that's well, I, I kind of at the start of the year, January of this year, I launched Pods Pro by SKC Dev. That's my own business, my own yep. add-ons that are premium, that are really focused on extending the extended universe for Pods and, um, and not really focusing on Pods Core itself, like adding features to Core. It's more about these things that really aren't supposed to be in Core. We're not taking things out of Core. We're just adding things onto it to make it even better with integrations and all that stuff that actually takes time and money. Yeah. And, yeah. That that actually also again to go back to WPCLI and and Daniel Bachheber around the time that he launched this Kickstarter, I remember for a minute he was selling uh, premium WPCLI commands that he had uh, released for a brief period of time. I'll have to like go through uh, my bookmarks and dig that one up. I, I think he just uh, eventually ended up releasing them for free, uh, but it was something that. Uh, companies. I was at WP Engine at the time that this happened, and uh, I, I think uh, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I, I, there was at least discussion of, oh, some of these are really useful. We should pay for this. Um, so, you know, there are definite things, and but that wasn't because WPCLI is officially a WordPress project. He can't say like okay this is so he had to brand it and sell it as these extended commands by daniel bachheber you can't, you can't buy wpcli pro right <laughs> well that, that's the situation i had with uh pods because we have sponsors and donors i don't want to lose like there's no way i could launch a premium service and then cut all that off because like i yeah. don't i don't have the money pods didn't have any money saved up like it's what we use is what we get and <laughs> that situation so that's kind of the situation i had i had to figure out how do i do it separately and keep pods itself centered in community and and donations and stuff like that and that's why the lifetime people had the same problem you build a you build a plugin and then you, you sell it with a lifetime license and you're like oh so all these people bought lifetime licenses we don't have any money to be able to spend on development now cool yeah, it's so good for a little bit to support these people yeah yeah it's great to drive traffic but now you have to deal with the traffic yeah. So I don't know. I think you've, I think you've, you know, obviously you've tried um, all the things that we're thinking about here. It's like you, we've tried, you've tried selling additional stuff. So you have the additional add-ons that you're selling, but then you also have in this, this additional piece to it, which is if you want to donate, you can donate as well. Um, what about sponsorships? Just like having a, a, a company who has some money that maybe is using the product and just have them be the one that sponsors it. Yeah, sponsorships um, is really hard. Uh, yeah, it's friggin' hard. Like you, how do you find sponsors? Just someone tell me. 
uh, where do you find money that people want to spend to support open source free plugins that are trying to do good in the world? <laughs> you, like how, what's the secret? Like, especially well, it was September. So it, like everyone's budgets is out. So they, they're not right. looking at budgets until the, later on in the in actual end of the year. And, and so how do you really tap into all these sponsors? And I think that goes into something I really, really wanted to talk about today, which is about not just pods. I'm talking like wordpress.org wide. How do we connect all of the free plugins, anyone who wants to get money to help fund their work in making WordPress even better, how do we get these people connected to sponsors? And how do we connect them, the people who are sponsors, to those people? And, and how, how do we make it so, like, not ju- you don't have to have 500 bucks to throw at something. How do we make it so that Steve and me and Jason and whoever else want to say, I got 10 bucks a month here. Throw it at my plugins I have in my list, like a Patreon kind of situation where you've, you're, you have a number, a set number of budget and you can throw it at different people as, as you wish and it just builds monthly. If we could find a solution for WordPress.org to support everyone in a way that's very free and open, that's honest, and that makes it easy for those donors and sponsors to connect, that is the ultimate like best case scenario for WordPress.org long term. Otherwise, so, we're looking at free plugins having the same issues going forward with blocks, Gutenberg compatibility as WordPress releases go out. It's gonna just drain our resources and talent. I have a good example. Oh. Go ahead. So um, I, I use this product called Set Setapp that's made by a company called MacPaw, and MacPaw makes they they make a bunch of different you know different different applications for the Mac. But Setapp is their version of their own app store. So essentially, you submit your your uh, your product to the app, their app store, and then for a one-time fee, or sorry, for a monthly fee, you get access to all of those different all of those different applications. Having something like that, essentially a a marketplace out of um, like if you took Jetpack and actually had a bunch of different plugins that somebody else made and not had them acquire them, but rather just let them be and then pay them out every once in a while, that might be your way of, of doing what you're talking about. I think that's also tricky because, well, first of all, it has to be, it has to be very, very much tied to WordPress.org. If it's not tied to WordPress itself as an open source project and tied to WordPress.org in some official way, like maybe not their money handling, but at least them integrating with the service to allow that, uh, I think that it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Anything less than WordPress.org integration or on like official capacity thing there, I think it just it won't it won't really adopt and it won't even make it easy for anyone. Right. So so let so let's go big. Okay. Let's say Microsoft wants to sponsor pods. Okay. Now now pods becomes Microsoft Pods for WordPress. Okay. That's the new title. Is Teams. that even what's that? Teams for Windows. <laughs> So is Microsoft Pods, uh, is that even allowed in the um, in the WordPress uh, plugin repository anymore? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it so depends on what with, Microsoft with, would do. With a sponsor with a, a sponsor name like that? I mean, is yeah. there anything that goes against the no. um, the terms of, terms and conditions of the uh of There's the terms in like the UI, like you can't like say, oh, here, pay $5 and I'll un- unlock a feature inside the plugin. You can pay to... Uh, you can link off to a site that you can, they can go buy the pro version or an add-on or something like that, but like you can't have those kind of upsells. And, and I think the same thing applies to the branding. 
it's it's different because branding is not you upselling the brand like oh buy all our microsoft products click here that's fine they're fine with that they just don't want it anywhere else except for your setting screens your own what, pods uh, what you're saying pods is, is if, if now microsoft is sponsoring pods and you put the microsoft logo in the corner on every pod screen that's okay that's okay yeah so i i, I technically could seek out a huge uh, sponsor and say yeah i'll put your your name and face on everything um but then you also have to think do I like this sponsor? Do I want them to be like the face of everything? That, Steve loves firing people. Let me, let, me, let, me get, let me get Jeff Bezos on the line. I'll get you. <laughs> It'll become Amazon pods for, for WordPress. Prime. <laughs> um, you, you, do it, you do it in a season. But, you set up but, in a seasonal thing or something. Yeah, but you're, but you're right. I mean, I mean, once you have that sponsor logo in the corner of pods, you, you're going to lose some of your audience. True. Yeah. I, any any acquisition i mean let's let's revisit what we were talking about just a few minutes ago um you know any of these yos get snatched up by godaddy there are people who hate godaddy like passionately and, and rightfully so given some of the stuff that happened you know 10 years ago uh you know 15 years ago uh around uh just how uh, sexist and nasty the the former head of the company was and all of this stuff and they've made huge improvements in things but there are people who were like fool me once okay fool me twice nah we won't so again. yeah Bye. exactly <laughs> so um they, they just they just won't have it so now and and like scott said um you know somebody uh you know acquired um ACF or ACF was acquired. Delicious uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, and now, like, there are people who, um, I mean, I I like delicious brains, but I'm sure that there's somebody out there who's like, screw these guys. I don't want anything to do with them. And but the, but, that's but, sucks, but, delicious but I mean, it's yeah. But delicious brains is pretty. You they don't really brand their stuff throughout all of their products. I have several of their products, and you don't you don't really know who. Sure. The, who the owner is of those products. Right. It's right. pretty, it's pretty silent. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally host my sites on, uh, their, uh, spin up WP and, uh, I mean, there's very little delicious brains branding in there. It's, I'm, I'm not yeah. arguing with you. I mean, if, if somebody doesn't like delicious brains and they find that the plugin was tied back to them, it's owned by them, then they, you know, that can happen. Um, yeah. right. I just think, Delicious Brains is pretty smart about you know branding or, or lack thereof. I, I'm sorry, it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't GoDaddy that acquired Yoast. It was EIG, which is right. like even more odious. <laughs> uh. oh, oh boy! So um, we're gonna do the outro before we uh, before before we get sued. No, just kidding. <laughs> I do want to let you know that next week is our 400th uh, episode what? and it's our ninth year of doing this thing. Nine years. Crazy, crazy. So we've episode 400 on the ninth birthday. Yeah. Like we couldn't have planned that, that better. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trip. Crazy. All right. Well, here's our outro. See y'all later. All right, folks, go over to wprcore.com slash subscribe, where you can subscribe to all this content on YouTube, on Spotify, on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to Dev Branch because we put out all of our content over there each month over on Dev Branch as well. Talk to y'all later. Bye bye.